0: Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at Goblins. This is a novel that the X-Files Reading Order at xfilesorder.com has slotted in between .com and Humbug in Season 2. It's a novel originally published by HarperCollins on October 28, 1994. And it's written by Charles Grant, and it's the first of two X-Files novels that would be written by Grant. In this one, Mulder and Scully have two other agents assigned to work with them as they go to investigate a series of killings by someone or something that appears to be able to blend into its environment. So there's talk of A tree growing an arm and attacking a victim. And the victims are a little widespread at first, so it takes a while to connect the dots, but they eventually do. And what they're actually facing is the results of a military experiment with a chameleon like property. They acknowledge that chameleons have no conscious control over their color and they don't blend into the background the way people have described, but This so-called goblin, as it's referred to by the locals, or at least one of the locals, is someone who can consciously force their outward appearance to match their environment. So this person has been killing, and it's Scully for once that puts together the more extreme possibilities, which was somewhat unusual for something set during season two, but not entirely unusual, given that it was published at this time. So it wasn't completely out of place. I remember it feeling more out of place when I read this the first time. I think it's an early example of something that would come later. At the time I read this book, which would have been a little bit after the due date, I picked up both of Charles Grant's X-Files novels on the same day in the same purchase. I remember that distinctly, but they were not released at the same time. So when I picked this up, it was much later in season two, and we still hadn't seen Scully be the one to key into the extreme possibilities. And we hadn't seen a lot of other agents get attached to the X-Files. This was even before Crycheck had really been attached with the .com and Humbug. That's where it fits in the release order. So at that point, we had seen CryCheck, but in October 28th, 1994, yeah, we were just barely into that CryCheck era. So that hadn't happened at the time this book was written. In any event, these two agents don't stick with them, because, as it turns out, one of them is not working with the best interests of the X-Files in mind, and the other was a plant to protect Mulder and Scully from that first one. So, it is entertaining. It's a little surprising to see some profanities in the first couple of chapters, not from our main characters, from third party characters who are probably used to using profanities. But at this point, this was still a networked show. So, it still feels out of place for the X Files world because that's not an element of the world that we had seen prior. So, it's something that I certainly enjoy more rereading now. I've long lost my original copy. It's been passed on, because there was a lot time when the X-Files just seemed to be over, but I did read it on Scribd, so that subscription service does have it now, and it is more enjoyable. If anything, putting it this close to the publication date is still just a little bit too early. For this point in their character development, with Scully taking some of the leaps and that sort of thing it feels more like a Season 5 or 6 type of story. So it's not very Um, well-reviewed. XfilesOrder.com currently gives it a 2.17 out of 5 for the average rating from the readers. If you are rating it only in context of what had come out up to this point, as was much closer to the case when I first read it, I'd say that's not terribly unfair. It doesn't represent the characters as they were at that time, but it doesn't rub me as strongly the wrong way, since reading it now, after having seen 11 seasons in a couple movies, they get to a point in their character arc where this sort of dynamic is a lot more fitting. So this is one that I've definitely warmed up to on a second reading. I would actually give it a slightly stronger rating than the 2. I've warmed up to a 3, but the way I remembered it, it was going to be a 1. So it is definitely being much better received by me this second time through, with a 3 out of 5 rather than a 1 out of 5. I don't know if it is still in print in physical copies. There are, of course, always used bookstores, and as I said, Scribd does have it available through its subscription service. It may be available in other subscription services, but I am not subscribed to those and can't confirm. In any event, that's about all I have to say about goblins.